a world where up is now down and left is now right. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. The world is on fire and we are all doomed. We're doomed. 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 I told you. We're doomed. Doomed. We're doomed. Our universe is doomed. Relax. Take a break from the insanity and laugh. It unites humanity in a way that no one ever thought possible. It's reality on Call Waiting. Last off. And we've been gone for a while. Yeah, yeah. Where where have you been? I don't know. I just magically reappeared. I think I was in exile. I'm not quite certain. Or did you do like Nick Vicious and go start a cult or join a cult or something? I tried to start a cult, but nobody would join. <laughs> <laughs> just like I want to go to Chernobyl and no one will go. Okay, with we're me. gonna have to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> so Rob Rotten with you, Nikki Sarande here as well. We are doing the thing finally after a, a brief hiatus. Uh, reasons for the hiatus let's let's just go into full disclosure mode here um what have you been doing that has kept you away well i've been living nursing home hours so what going to bed at like 5 30 6 o'clock yeah, yeah early bird uh dinner specials and I, everything. I think that's beyond early bird because I, I would go to bed before the actual early bird like five, six. No, that's that's you know, early bird is like four o'clock. Ah. So that would be about the time. I think I think doing those hours probably killed a bunch of my brain cells because I still have the whole Shatner pause, mental lag. Yeah, I don't want to do this again until I am getting close to dying because this is this just completely kicked the crap out of my body, and I. Can't determine whether it was for a good cause or not. No. Uh, in fact, we talked about this on a previous episode. We were talking about being done dirty. Yeah. And you yeah. were done dirty. Yeah. By this particular company in this particular place yeah. for this particular job. Yeah. And now you know they used you until they didn't need you anymore when the person that they decided to hire who was not as good. Well, was that, able, she's, able she, to afford she, the move from Florida to more North like, Carolina. More like she was more affordable. Well, yeah. <laughs> apparently, she took the money that they offered, which was a joke. Yeah. You know that. That's the thing that really annoys me. Companies refuse to pay for talent. And we were. I wasn't even asking for very much. That, no, that, you actually lo you lowballed what you really should have gotten for that job. Yeah. Everyone I told the amount that I asked for, they were like what oh my god you should have asked for x x x amount you know why why would you shoot that low i was like please that number they they shot 10 grand under that so and they wouldn't even come up at all i mean no. i thought i thought they would at least come up by five you know no, and, no. and they're so dumb i would have done it if they would have just come up by five <laughs> i mean how bad is that yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not sure if that is a testament on me or the fact that I hate Texas so much. I'm not sure. <laughs> how, how could wow. you hate Texas? I've always hated Texas. It's too damn hot here. Well, that that is very true. Too that hot. That is very, very true. But, I mean, but think about this, though. There's too many Californians here, too, now. Yeah, they have invaded. They have definitely invaded. Yeah. You know, but the Texan accent was just rated the 
you know, sexiest accent in the U.S. Yeah, but that doesn't really help me since I worked so hard to get rid of mine. I only talk with an accent when I'm pissed or when you're talking to your family from Tennessee. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, it comes out big time when you do that. Please. I sound straight up out of justified at that point. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're looking for the jug with the triple X's on it, you know, <laughs> That's true. That's you true. expect me to get out my banjo and my jaw harp any minute. That that is very true. So there's the there's been a lot going on in the news. There's there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, but a lot you of know, it, a lot it, of it I don't want to talk about because it's just. Uh, I mean, uh, just to, just to give you like a hint of some of the actual actual news. You know, we're back to impeachment. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reasons, this week it it, it it changes. I think they said that they want. They need to impeach to know what they're impeaching, which is which is, you know, hey, that follows the same credo as you need to pass the health care to know what's in it. So, all right. Yeah, that, that's a good way to go about things. Mm. Uh, then we have, let's see, what else do we have going on? Uh, abortion, 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 yep, abortion, uh, abortion. Pro, you know, pro-life bills are being passed in, sev- in several states. Then you have. You know, honestly, I got to say this. This wouldn't be happening if they hadn't done this, the extreme measures with abortion. If you haven't had it to where basically you could abort up to the moment of birth, I don't think the pro-lifers would have gone to this extreme. But when you're basically saying, oh, right up to when you go into labor, yeah, go for it. Well, everybody's going tit for tat. It, it's it, it's all tit for tat, back and forth. Um uh, you know, we're that's all we're doing now. Is and I find it absolutely just disgusting because I would give anything to have a baby. So that I'm definitely tainted and biased on that whole thing. That's why we don't discuss a lot of the mainstream news is because I get paid for a living to talk about it and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the news. Yeah, and then you have, you know, uh, some some congressional people being stupid you have global warming climate change oh god i'm so uh, weather weirding everything's going to hell in a handbag i saw i saw one article um is this the new norm tornadoes in kansas yeah i don't know let me think about that for a second tornadoes in kansas hmm wizard of oz hmm yeah it's normal <laughs> Pretty freaking normal. I'm sorry. Now, maybe tornadoes in Hawaii, you might have me on board of uh, maybe something screwy is going on. And I'll start looking for Jesus coming back because you start having some up there in Alaska, Siberia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, so you have, you have all of that. You have all, you just have all of the things going on that, um, you know, everybody else will talk about, you know, the, the, the paid talking heads, the, the quote unquote experts in the field, uh, you know, th- they can handle all of those things. Us, I- I'm just a chucklehead. I mean, I can, you know, anybody could rant and rave about their political beliefs and yeah, don't want to. Yeah. I just don't. Because there's the, there's nothing to enjoy about doing that. It just it, makes it, you angry. Exactly. And and honestly, I spend enough time during the week with um, a certain former politician oh, yeah. and a certain uh, conservative talk show radio host. 
Um, I wouldn't even call him conservative anymore. Well, I would just he, call he him falls in that category. So more like mentally deranged category. He needs to be in the Alex Jones region. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's crossed over. <laughs> he's crossed sides. Yeah. Yeah. He's just insane. I, I spend enough time during the week being pissed off oh my at God. what I'm doing, dealing with th- them that when I, I sit down at the microphone and want to do something, I don't want to just spend my time raging out. Now, I do plan on doing some raging out, uh, but not not on the, not not in this forum. This this forum is supposed to be it's laid back, it's fun, it's supposed to it's supposed to be tongue now, in cheek, mocking things. No, wait, uh, are you letting me know right now that you're planning to rage out later? Like, do we need to schedule this, or do I just need to cover my ass and just you know? No, 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 no. Okay, no, okay. No, no. Is, <laughs> I'm uh, like, uh, let me know beforehand. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, much like um, uh, adulting is hard. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Amazon, why did we ever want to grow up? I, I really want to know that. I still want to be a Toys R Us kid. Damn it, I, yeah. I really do. Yeah. I, it, it, I just can't. Uh, sometimes you just can't deal. Uh, and adult, adulting is hard. Uh, Amazon actually has a calendar that lets grown-ups reward themselves with I adulted stickers for tough tasks like showering or being on time for work. Oh, dear Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you go to Amazon.com and search for the I adulted 2019 wall calendar. And for $16.99, you can reward yourself all year long. It comes with 100 stickers that will be all yours. No sharing requ- required. They they need another sticker that says natural selection will select me yeah. to die. <laughs> uh, among the stickers are I ate a salad, I didn't tell my boss off, I emptied the litter box, I took a shower today. Jesus Christ. But the most troubling one reads my parents don't pay my rent. Oh my god. <laughs> and wow. Uh let's see it also says I put uh I put the phone away. I took my meds. <laughs> I didn't text my ex. <laughs> took my meds. I'm uh, sorry. I just. <laughs> you taking your meds is reward enough for all of us. I, I'm sorry. That's just freaking hilarious. I mean, I expect somebody like you know. I, I'm I'm getting a mental picture of of Nicholson and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You know. Uh, let's see. I didn't get ECT today. I didn't have electroshock therapy today. <laughs> and, and then we have, uh, I voted just so I could complain. I pay my fair share. No, please don't vote. Please, please. I have If issues. you're this stupid, please don't vote. <laughs> please. I, uh, I ignored the Twitter troll. Uh, they're usually, but they are the Twitter trolls. That's the funny thing. I didn't post a nasty comment. I fought the patriarchy today. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have reasonable expectations. I donated to charity. <laughs> yeah, I bet no one uses that one. I don't think that makes you look fat. I, you know, I shop locally. I know what I'm talking about. I found where the smell was coming from. I didn't, I didn't ignore a homeless wait, wait, person. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I found where the smell was coming from. There's a sticker for that. Yeah. In other words, they, uh, they cleaned. Oh my God. So, you know, yeah. So in a world where that's a thing, where you have to reward yourself with little stickers for doing adulting. This is why this podcast exists. Yes. Because, because people because, are that yes, crazy. That, that's how, that is how just crazy 
and utterly, truly f***ed up our society has become. You know, and I, I'm tired of this. It is not my generation that, that is doing this. This is the millennials and actually the zennials or whatever the hell they are. The, the Gen Zers. Yeah. The zennials are older than millennials. I think they're the result of people having babies on ADHD medication. Well, and, and just not realizing that, oh, shit, I'm a parent. I should probably act like an adult for once in my goddamn life. Yeah, but hey. let's not be best friends with our kids. Exactly. But, you know, then at the same time, you have, you know, you know members of Congress who don't know what a garbage disposal is. Well, but she's th- one of them. She's one of them. So what do you th- expect? Thinks that cauliflower is uh, colonialism. I'm so sick of that. So I mean, I mean that that adulting calendar exists because of people like that. And you know, I people who don't know what garbage disposals are, don't know what they do, and that and that's the type of insanity that we try to escape. But we also just mock the ever loving shit out of on this podcast. But but most of these people, they came from academia. That that's the funny thing. I mean, most of them that didn't go to college, they know what garbage disposals are. Oh yeah, because we've had to use them. Yeah, we've had to fix them. But we've but, had you know, I mean, uh, when you're sheltered all of your life, you go to college and everything, and you're sheltered in college. I mean, you don't understand what anything really mm-hmm. is anymore. You know, by the time that you get out of there, you've been so coddled, and the and the colleges are totally coddling everybody nowadays. I mean, unless you are going for like an engineering degree, uh, I would say law degree, but I'm kind of uh, taking a step back on that when I see people up in Congress, since they're all lawyers who obviously couldn't be successful practicing law. And when you study when you study economics and you don't understand economics? No, I, I don't think economics should be I don't think that should be a degree. I, I think that people that go to college should be people that are gonna be like engineers, scientists, doctors. No, I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna study communications. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck paying that loan back. So, <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be passed on to your kids. So you've got calendars that reward adulting, and now you have the World Health Organization recognizing burnout as a medical condition. Yes. Yes. In Geneva, the World Health Organization has for the first time recognized burnout and in its international classification of diseases, which is widely used as a benchmark for diagnosis and health insurers. Now, let's let, let's think about burnout for a moment. Um, I have experienced burnout many, many, many times in my life. I experience it nearly on a weekly basis. Yeah. Because you're pushing yourself far too hard to get things done that need to be done. But I don't. I wouldn't necessarily call it a medical condition. The only place where I say that it could actually be classified as a medical condition would be the people that work and live in Japan. They operate on a whole nother level of crazy. I mean, they live, breathe, eat, sleep, work. I mean, it's insane. Now that could, okay, I could see a it being, you know, burning you out medically, but here, yeah, the decision reached during the World Health Assembly in Geneva, which wraps up uh, on Tuesday, you know, tomorrow, 
or by the time that you're listening to this podcast, it's you know, it's already, probably it's already, it's already over. It's long over. Uh, and these people have decided that burnout is a thing. Uh, and but 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 being a trans is no longer on the list. That was taken off. Oh, mm-hmm. let's see. Spoilers. Uh, they decided that uh, they could help put to rest decades of debate among experts over how to define burnout and whether it should be considered a medical condition. In the latest update of its catalog of diseases and injuries around the world, WHO defines burnout as a syndrome uh, conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. That just sounds like irresponsibility, personally. But well, I, I mean, this sounds like if you if you have a job and you care about your job and you're trying to keep your job, this is how you're gonna feel. Yeah. I mean, cop out. There we okay, go. Okay. Let's Who's see. Who's giving you a cop out for life? Uh, a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress. Let's see, chronic workplace stress. I don't know when the stuff that I have to work on is going to arrive. And I know that when it does arrive, I have deadlines to meet. And I have a whole lot of work to do in order to meet that deadline. That is a lot of stress. And when I'm dealing with multiple, you know, for my my job, when I'm dealing with multiple people. uh, Who are morons. That or just, you know, multiple programs, multiple things that I that I have to deal with, you know, there's a lot going on and that's a lot of stress. Now, when it says successfully managed, are we talking like I got to start taking pills for this or they or are they saying I, successfully managed by management? Is that the, yeah, the route? That you know, or my or am I doing the thing like in Bad Boys 2 where I'm grabbing my earlobes and I'm going woosa. Or the thing from Seinfeld. Serenity now. (laughs) Insanity later. later. (laughs) Yeah, it it said that the syndrome was characterized by three dimensions. Now, this is a a three-dimensional condition, people. This is when you know that this is some serious shit. It is not one-dimensional or two-dimensional. Oh, no. It is three. It's like 3D chess. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, couldn't resist. Now, the three dimensions of uh, burnout, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, Mm. increased uh, mental distance from one's job, or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job, Mm. and reduced professional efficacy. You know, this sound I, I, honestly, it makes it sound like anybody who has a job, period. That is. You're suffering from burnout because, uh, I, I, you know, like, l- let me ask you, how many people actually love their jobs? How many people actually love what they do? Most people don't. That's why. But I, wh- And why do we do it? Because we have bills to pay. We have mouths to feed. There ain't no rest for the wicked. Well, that and, you know, I remember my grandfather who was very, very successful. He once said, you know, you can either choose to love what you do or work to make money. You know, you're very, very rare. Can you find something that you love to do that makes money? Yeah. I mean, you know, when. Okay. Some people just love making money. You you and I both work in the media. You and I both work in radio or TV. I you know, I work in TV and in a d- digital space. You work in radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, no money there. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no, there's absolutely no money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there, there's money to be made if you go out and you hustle for it. You've got to, you've got to do different things. You've got to work different jobs. You've got to work. You know, I'm working multiple jobs. I freelance. I work a TV gig. I work a digital gig. Me too. You're freelancing mm-hmm. for different stations around the entire country. And you still have an actual job where you actually have to go and do it. Yeah. You know, uh, so there's money to be made, but you have to hustle for it. That's going to lead. Well, that's going to lead to burnout because it's not like I, you know, I'm not uh, these guys on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, or, or on the radio where, uh, you know, these talking heads where, oh, I wake up. <laughs> One guy in particular, <laughs> one guy in particular wakes up in his home, in his underwear, sits down at a microphone and pukes into it for three hours or not, not even three hours anymore. No, I can't. And he's paid that. millions of dollars a year and he's burned out because he can't handle it. Well, I'm thinking he, he's a lunatic too. That's, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, yeah, you know, but you know, he's, he's making money do, doing something that he says he loves but i don't i don't think i don't he, th- i, don't, I, I, I don't think, think, it, I think it's an, an ego thing i don't think it has anything to do well with i don't think I, I don't think that he's um capable of feeling that feeling and i don't think i'm capable of putting myself in his shoes because honestly if i did i i would really worry i don't think i could come back from that yeah but the but the rest of us we go out and we work to earn money yeah you know you've uh i know pe- i know some people who work in a job that they absolutely hate but they do that to pay the bills and then they do the things that they love to do on the side mm-hmm. because that's what they want to be doing. They make a little bit of money doing it. Well, doing that's that was, you know, but, you're not supposed to love your job. I mean, it, no, that, I mean, that's the point of retirement. Yeah, exactly. Is, is you aim to save enough money so you don't have to do that anymore. Exactly. Burnout refers specifically to phenomena in the occupational context and should not be applied to describe experiences in other areas of life, according to the classification. Yeah, well, screw you. I'm more burned out by my real life than my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real life has just kicked us up the ass. This oh, year. man. I mean, our it 2019 has been, has been pure yeah it has been really and it's not getting any better (laughs) it's not it's all downhill from here (laughs) the updated icd list uh uh, dubbed icd dash two Two, yeah well okay actually those look like 11 it looks like 11 uh whatever was drafted last year following recommendations from health experts around the world and it was approved this is the first time burnout has been included in the classification who who spokesman Tariq Jarvisek said. Uh, but none of these, but apparently this won't even take effect until January 2022. <laughs> well, so. gu- well, guess what, everybody? Uh, if you're suffering from burnout, uh, they say it's a real thing, but uh, you're going to have to wait uh, another you know, two and a half years until it really is a thing. Uh, the, the new list... Uh, contains several other additions, including classification of compulsive sexual behavior as a mental disorder, although it stops short of lumping the condition together with addictive behaviors. It does, however, as you, uh, it also says video gaming. I believe that. Is now recognized as an addiction, listing it alongside gambling and drugs like cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
And then, as uh, Nikki mentioned, it, the updated list removes transgenderism from its list of mental disorders, meanwhile listing it under the chapter on conditions related to sexual health. <sighs> However you want to go about it, uh, World Health Organization, you guys do there, you. There I will I continue to do me. Okay? Uh, burnout, I don't think, is a, is really... Uh, no, that's not I a mean, thing. It's a, I mean, it is a thing. We've all felt burnt out. We've all been... Uh, you know, I mean... I mean, there are times where I am so burned out from everything that I'm that I've got going on and everything that I'm doing that I spend half the day in bed. Yeah, when but, I get a but, chance. But that's to. not that's not a medical condition that is deserving of any sort of recognition. And or... then you get uh, you know when when it's a uh, vacation time. What do you what do you do when you take vacation? Oh, you recharge your batteries. You're supposed to you know relax and you're supposed to do the things you want to do so you can kind of get your mind off of things and move on and and everything it, but it's just this entitled mentality we have now it's like everybody thinks they're entitled to these great jobs this great life that they're entitled to happiness you know it's no you gotta promise go, shit we were never yeah you life gotta is go not up, fair you gotta go up and you gotta go and get it i mean don't don't mix min mince words with it. You got to go out and get it. And life's just not fair. Sometimes no matter what you do, it's not going to go your way. I mean, it's not like I'm going to become pregnant no matter how much I want. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that that ship has sailed. Yeah. And, and you know, it, I could scream, kick, cry, you know. It's not going to change it. You know, um, you do have an ability to, to change your work, to change your life you know, dynamics of it, you know, maybe you can't make yourself better looking or taller, but you can change things about your life. You can change how you interact with people. You know, you you can, you do have options. You can change the people you interact with. You yeah. can change your diet. You can change all yeah, sorts it's, of things. I mean, there. And if you really, really, really hate your job. Then quit. Find, 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 find another job. I mean, uh, I have I have found that the line of work that I'm in now is the only line of work that I'm actually successful in mm -hmm. because anything else that I've done, uh, I get sick of it really quick and or they get sick of me really quick. This line of work allows me to be me and I actually fear going out and finding a real job again. Uh, you know, by a real job, I mean a different job where I have to work work around multiple several people who don't necessarily think the same way that I do, because the pound me too movement. And people are just batshit crazy too. I mean, now now it's you, you know, do I shake your hand? If I shake your hand, how long do I hold your hand? Do I hold it for three seconds or do I hold it for you know shorter? If I hold it for too long, is that harassment? If I don't hold it long enough, is that harassment? What it? There's things where you're just. Thinking, oh, oh yeah. my God, what is wrong? That, and that, just thinking about that makes me need a volume. Exactly. <laughs> and think about it. Uh, not only is you know the workplace going to crap. Now we have uh, technology going into the shitter as well. It's been slowly going that direction for a while now. See, in our in our next story, I'm glad this is happening. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because uh, you know why? Because with the, with this happening, perhaps just maybe, just maybe, we can get back to actually having innovation. Yeah, that that's that's what I think too. Because the new hot trend in smartphones is people aren't 
buying a new one. I guess people are sick and tired of the fact of the crappy upgrades. I mean, the well, for uh, uh, before we dive bef- before we dive into it, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene a little bit. Go for it. Uh, recently bought a new smartphone mm-hmm. because the one that I had was starting to show its age. Mm-hmm. It was uh, starting to crash. It was not working as well. Even after m- multiple resets, it wasn't working like it should. Um, I go to Verizon. Yeah, I'm going to name drop on this one. I went to Verizon and I got the latest Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy phone. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, oh, a month later. Oh, the S10. <laughs> they were going to release the S10, S10 Plus 5G. <laughs> it used to be. It, it, it used to be whenever you bought the latest phone, when there was going to be a new network upgrade coming soon. Yeah, you would you would be the, the, given something or well, you something. would either be uh, well, like able the, to trade it in or something like that. Yeah, and you would be able, you know, be able to get the new one to work on the new network, or it would be it would come, uh, you know, for, for instance, when we went from three G to four G, mm-hmm. there were a lot of phones that came out that were. 4g enabled but they didn't work they but they and they didn't work on the 4g network until the 4g network went live Mm -hmm. you were still on 3g until the that that lte network launched and then boom you were good to go not the case anymore thanks verizon thanks samsung (laughs) so like i said i'm really glad that this is a new trend yeah i i am too i i hate technology now i used to love it I absolutely just loved Palm Pilots and researched them. Always was wanting to get the newest one. And same thing with smartphones. And then I got burned by a couple of them. And now I absolutely hate them. I I despise it. My phone, what was the last phone I had? The Motorola Droid? You had the Motorola's uh, Droid Z2 or Z, uh, Z Play. Yeah, I didn't, I, it got to the point where we were desperate enough to try to fix it that we used super glue and ended up frying it. Well, I mean, <laughs> your, your your battery had swelled to the point where it was, it, it busted, it, it, off, it, it busted yeah. the, uh, the the screen off. And it was popping off like, the, I mean, the guts were starting to come out of it. Yeah. And so, we, we desperately tried to fix it with super glue. Yeah, that was a great idea. Let me tell you. Hey. It worked, kind of. No, it didn't. It fried it. It fried it. Well, it was time to replace it anyway, so I, I just... hate buying a new I phone. just gave you the final nail in the coffin for it. I, I like what I have. I don't know what it is. You know, is but the, oh, I have the, uh, the Note. Note. Note 9. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's still, it's still not a handspring trio. I loved that. The 650 trio. Best phone ever. Built like a tank. Oh, that was a good phone. The Galaxy Nexus for me. I, I loved that phone. I think I had one of those. I can't remember. You did. Yeah, it was pretty good. But still, nothing beats the Handspring Trio. So although, although that one phone that we saw at Verizon looked kind of interesting, the uh, yeah, but apparently, Yeah, but apparently that one's not any good either. Well, like once you get it going. That's sad. Yeah. The smartphone industry uh, plans to tackle a global slowdown in sales by selling new pricey foldable devices and handsets that can support the super high speed mobile internet standard known as 5G. But that may not be enough to sway people to trade in their old phones as long as they remain in good working conditions. 
according to what some British, Singaporean, and Chinese consumers told CNBC's Beyond the Valley. Yeah, that that new foldable smartphone's not getting very good reviews. No, you can no. In fact, it was I think already you can only delayed. Fold it. I, I think you can fold it maybe like a couple of times, and then they've already said the screen breaks. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, I just looking at it, I'm like, that's just a bad idea. <laughs> that's, that's just a bad idea. See, but this, this is also telling me that maybe the sheeple, maybe the sheeple are waking up. I mean, because it used to be every year when Apple re- re- released the new iPhone, there were lines and they were, you know, uh, you know, they were struggling to keep up with production. And now it seems like that, that trend has gone away. Well, I mean, they can only take the headphone jack out and, you know, change the color so many times. You know, that that was the thing about my previous smartphone that I absolutely hated was the fact that there was no headphone jack. I had to, ha- uh, I, they gave me an extra, extra little cable that was a USB-C to a, he- to a headphone jack. So that way, I, you know, but I couldn't have it on a charger and listen to stuff at the same time because it took the charging port. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. That, that's... So the only way that I could really listen to anything was to, oh, buy Bluetooth earbud headphones, which I'm not opposed to. I just never really wanted them, never really felt the need for them because, oh, I could just plug in a set of he- headphones or earbuds into my phone and I'm good to go. And usually the people that were using Bluetooth were douches. I mean, I, that's what you called it, like the, the douche, douche tooth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you always had the person talking, you know, just randomly, like wherever you are, and you're like, "Are they talking to me?" Oh no, they're they've got a douche tooth, a douche tooth. Sorry, douche tooth. I can't. I can't, I'm sorry. I think I'm stroking out. <laughs> yeah, but those uh those flashy new features may not be enough to sway people to trade in their old old phones. Samsung, the world's largest smartphone maker by shipment volume. Earlier this year, introduced the Galaxy Fold, a nearly $2,000 foldable smartphone that ran into early issues, which delayed commercial release. Chinese phone maker Huawei, for its part, uh, okay, Huawei. I did not know for the longest time how to pronounce that. How to pronounce that? It's spelt H-U-A-W-E-I. Looks like Huawei. Yeah, I did not know how to pronounce it. I finally learned it a few weeks ago. Huawei, for its part, also announced a foldable phone that will cost around $2,600. Yeah, screw that. Yeah. And no, I'm not I'm not buying a... Uh, no, no. Yeah, the CNBC actually uh, caught up with, with people on the streets to ask them what they thought about foldable smartphones, and the responses were not positive. Uh, it looks very strange, according to a smartphone user. It's super bulky. Phones are supposed to be for calling, for texting, and for being connected with the world, a user in London said about her expectations for smartphones. I don't think that I really need to pay that much to have this because I could pay a lot less and still be satisfied. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think folding the phone is uh, really that high on people's list. No, I mean, uh, okay, Let, let's think about what, what do you do on your phone? Uh... Play games. Okay. Talk to people. That's about it. Well, I I spend most of my time uh, avoiding callers mm-hmm. uh, because you know you get all the robot oh, calls. Oh, that that's so bad now. Oh my god, that's then awful. You, then uh, mobile games, and then emails, internet. Mm-hmm. 
I, I still don't like surfing the web on my phone. I'd rather do that on my iPad. Yeah. I mean, if you're that type, yeah. No, I don't. It's not. It has nothing to do with that type. It, I think it's just because I'm starting to get older and it bothers me. It's too small. I, I don't like it. I mean, the iPad is big enough that I can see. And that's coming from somebody with a note. Okay. Yeah. Those things are huge. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. All right. And I'm not even that old, so <laughs> I think my eyes are shot too. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, hopefully, uh, I'm hoping that this trend will kind of send a message to uh, cell phone makers. You know, yeah, but what what more could you really ask for a phone to do? The only thing I'm I'm aiming for is I really want holograms. I think it would be awesome to have hologram technology. You come out with that that actually works. I'll buy it. Well, I'm hoping that this will at least get them to stop releasing phones every year. No, I don't think they'll stop that. No, they they definitely won't. I mean, what I would like to see is uh, cell phone manufacturers stop putting out phones every year because they put out four or five of the mm -hmm. same line. And let's go, instead of doing that where you just get incremental updates, no, 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 take a year, take a year or two off and come back with something that really wows me. Something yeah. that is really great. Not just, oh, well, this year, oh, the, the difference between last year's phone and this year's phone is, we took away the he the headphone jack. But I mean, it's it's they're, they're kind of they're kind of in a box at this point. Wow, I mean, Tim what, Cook, what? can I suck your dick now or can I suck it later? I mean, really? That that's wow. where that's where we've got. Wow. Wow. Oh, you we can... we didn't need that. We <laughs> that that wasn't needed. Oh my god. Okay. Said every sheeple everywhere. No, I was more talking of your comment, but <laughs> the re Alrighty. So I came across this thing in the New York Post a few days ago. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get your take on it. Oh dear. And okay. and the and listeners, I want to get your take on this too because I know that you guys will help me see the light. Or you guys will agree with me, so I'm hope, but I'm 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 sure that most people are going to agree with me. Okay. Five reasons that Star Wars will always be superior to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh God! What the hell? Really? Oh, I do not care. <laughs> I hate Star Wars at this point. Okay, just... but let's let me go through it with you. Marvel Studios wrapped up its 22-film cycle last month with the release of Avengers Endgame, which has brought in an absurd $2.5 billion to the coffers of the Mouse House since its worldwide release on April 26th. It's actually much higher than that now, but at date of publication. Uh, so it's fair to ask, has MCU take, overtaken Star Wars as the most beloved franchise in popular culture? Mm. This person says the answer is no. Marvel movies are exciting, clever, visually stunning, and just really cool all around, but none have had a moment that we even that even approaches the emotional impact of finding out that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Oh shit, spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, you know, actually I I have to argue with that. I don't think Star Wars will keep holding its title if they keep making this shit and and just 
inundating people with all the Star Wars crap. I mean, it, enough. I mean, you keep releasing more movies that are worse. I mean, they're they're starting to actually get around the level of Lucas's bad. You know, Episode One. I mean, they're, they're oh no just... no no. When I look when I look more fondly at the prequels, Episodes One, Two, and Three, where Lucas just went completely batshit crazy. I look at them more fondly than I do the Last Jedi. That's what I'm saying. There's something seriously yeah, wrong. Yeah, and and the, I mean, do you really give a shit that they're opening Star Wars Land at, at Disney? Nope. I could give a rat's ass. I mean, I'm not now at this point when I see anything Star Wars, my eyes roll. I'm just like, whatever, next. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like Transformers. I just don't give a shit unless you give me the uh, 1977 Star Wars. Without all the special edition upgrades and everything. Yeah, good luck on that one. Exactly. Good so, luck on that one. But yeah, I was excited when they brought back the originals in the theater. But you won't see the originals. No, you will never see the originals. I think Lucas destroyed them. Yeah. So the first reason that they give is too much money. Whereas the center of the Star Wars universe was an orphan stuck in a desert cleaning droids for his surly uncle, the MCU revolves around an arrogant, rich son of a war profiteer who only realizes the error of his ways after he is personally affected by what his company has been doing. Okay, first of all, they're way they're 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 diving in way deeper than they need to be. Well, they're saying whereas the center of the Star Wars universe is Luke Skywalker. I know. I, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying these people are just reading that much, you know this person's nuts. Yeah. Star Wars follows a ragtag bunch of nerf herders. <laughs> you're not allowed to use that word. That's our word. Oh, Beating an empire while Tony Stark presides over an empire. His only weakness is his battery-powered heart, which makes him practically a Death Star unto himself. Not an alcoholism. If he were in the Star Wars universe, he wouldn't be a rebel. He would be playing craps at the casino scene in The Last Jedi, bossing around an oddly compliant Gwyn Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes, the Star Wars universe originally centered on Luke. And yeah, it was a ragtag bunch of, you know scruffy nerf herders blah 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 uh the mcu had to revolve around somebody and guess what without uh, without the iron the success of the first iron man movie there wouldn't there been would an be any mcu well i mean every every other one they tried to launch failed uh they tried fantastic four well n that was never a mar n well i mean if, hulk, uh hulk they tried hulk well, well after after Iron Man came the Incredible Hulk. That one didn't do so well, but it wasn't enough to deter them from doing everything else. So now they say, uh, number two, too many stars. Star Wars was built on homegrown talent, while Marvel is largely a collection of free agents, the Golden State Warriors of action-adventure movies. There are more big stars, more stars named Chris, and an opening credit, uh, in a closing credit sequence in a typical Marvel movie than in most Star Wars movies. Famous actors can immerse themselves in a role, uh, but there's no time for that when you're saving the universe, chasing Tesseracts, signing, uh, singing to the Hulk, and beating up people with a chair. Okay, so the, I could already just slice that one. Immerse themselves into a role? Oh, yeah, like Ray was so deep. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. Yeah, the characters in the new Star Wars are so thin, I have no idea what the hell their motivations are. Uh, you you pick a heroine that has no weakness, no flaws, and can just flawlessly use the Force? Yeah, f*** 
fuck you. I'm sorry. I do not identify with them. The only thing that made that the first of the newest somewhat bearable was Kylo Ren because it was funny. The fact that he would freak out. Yeah. And he looks like a cat. Well, he, he looks like one of those oriental short hairs. I mean, he, he looks like a cat and I'm a cat person, but I don't understand the motivations. And I'm sure some nerd could probably totally tell me with some made up. I don't know. They, they'd have a lot of passion behind it. I'd say that. But I'm, I'm sorry. You cannot convince me that these people have any dimension to them. I mean, the fact that that they introduced a new problem into the realm of Star Wars of fuel fuel yeah what, that didn't even what the hell is wrong with you people yeah i, I i'm sorry it's just well like it's just okay, bad like mark hamill is luke but scarlett johansson is scarlett johansson in a black widow costume her performance is everything it could be but the emotional stakes are diminished when the actor is well known for other roles okay um when they made the first iron man movie robert downey jr while he everybody knew who he was he, he was, was he was not he, he, it was his last chance. Yeah. Because what, he had he high had, on drugs, woke up in somebody's house? I yeah, mean, he was like He was, he, he was a huge reclamation project. He was washed up. He really was. This was uh, saving Chris, his career. Chris Hemsworth was a relative unknown when he became Thor. Chris Pratt was just a, a guy from TV. I hate him. Please don't bring him up. Uh I mean, Zoe Saldana, okay, yeah, she was Yohura in the, in the Star Trek reboots. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, yeah, various other roles. I mean, but and but Chris Evans, I mean, he was before he was Captain America. Tell me, give me three roles that I, he portrayed, three characters that he portrayed. I can't give you three. I can only tell you that he was Johnny. Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, that's about that, it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, so. I have to disagree with too many. Yes, as we've gone along, as you've gotten to movie number 22, mm -hmm. yes, there's a lot of star power in those. But let's look at how DC has done things. Ben Affleck, oh, Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, Jason Momoa. Wait, 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 wait. Most of those I would not count as big names, though. But... If you're gonna take this, if you're gonna take this beef with Marvel, mm -hmm. you have to look at them because I mean they they've had like Nicole Kidman, at, oh, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. in their films. I mean, come on, uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah, number three, too good looking. Everything in the MCU is good looking. Not only the big stars, but the environment is as well. The character characters in Marvel look like they just got out of the digitally enhanced shower, uh, shower, and their uniforms, weapons, and transportation look like they were designed by Audi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some dirt and occasional ooze, but it looks like it was applied, not earned. In Star Wars, you can almost smell the rotting garbage in the trash compactor scene because it really was gross in there. Well, yeah, because that was those were practical effects. And that was the 70s. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can't say that about anything nowadays. I mean, no. Most of the stuff everything isn't is practical. I mean, go, it's all CG. Watch the prequels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, you lost that argument right there. Yeah. Uh, number four, two super. Multiple characters with superpowers lead to the general Zod problem. If someone is invincible, what does throwing them against a building do other than destroy the building? In the MCU, even the characters that don't have true superpowers appear to be almost completely invincible and pull off superhuman feats. Okay, well, I can shoot that one down. Look what you did with uh, what in the last one where suddenly going to light speed becomes a weapon? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. What the hell is that? Star Wars has the Force, but the difference is that the Force is not the superpower. Faith in it is. Oh, so it's a cult. Yes. So basically, it's like the Christianity of... Uh, no, I'm not calling Christianity a cult. I'm a Christian myself, so before we get those comments. But it's religious. Sorry. Religion is tax-exempt. Jedi is a religion. Even Seth MacFarlane told us that. That's true. Uh, in, and even if it is strong within you, you can always, it can always destroy you. Uh, okay. Midichlorians or whatever? Yep. Oh. Uh, number five, too much force and not enough of the force. In Star Wars, there are many villains, planets, creatures, and so on. But there is a single force binding everything in the universe together. The Marvel Universe is governed by a Frankenstein cosmology of cubes, forces, stones, celestial beings, universes, time travel, demigods, magic, and so on. Only a truly obsessed fan could understand what the rules are, whereas most children understand the Force. That is not to say that it is simplistic, just that George Lucas was able to tap into a core truth that is embedded in all of us. No, no, that was the first three? Yeah, whenever he did the prequels, yeah, that rewrote that. I mean, it's not within us. We don't have many chlorians, so... Sorry, that shoots that one down, and, uh... What everyone seemed to have the force in this last one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, explain that. I mean, the whole rules of the force went out the window with the last movie. I mean, the fact that what Leia could still survive, and yeah, sorry, game over on that one. Yeah, at the root, the issue may be as simple as this the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the product of many people working for a giant company. No, uh. At first, no. When Marvel was purchased by Disney, yes. Yeah, and 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 but sorry, it wasn't I hate a, to tell you, you're both owned by the same company. Yeah, so, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't uh, until the first Avengers movie in 2012 that it became a Disney property because it was still distributed through Paramount. Mm. Whereas Star Wars came from the imagination of a single person, George Lucas. Who sold off the entire franchise to For Disney. $4 billion. Yeah, so this argument, this is an apples and oranges argument in the first place, though. Yeah, I mean, Marvel movies started first started being made because Marvel was almost near bankruptcy. Right. And they spun off the, the, the rights to a lot of their characters for development into other projects because they weren't able to do it. So that's when you get the X-Men movies, the Blade movies, the Fantastic Four movies. Those were, you know, those were spun off to keep the company alive. In 2008, when when Iron Man was made, that was a Marvel Studios. That was Marvel in-house. That was that was them. So kind of the same starting point because George Lucas had LucasArts. And he was really wanting to get these Star Wars movies made back in the 70s. And, you know, he went to Fox and Fox was so stupid that they said, oh, we have so little faith in, the, in this movie actually being a hit that, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll give you all of the merchandising rights to it. And that's where Lucas made his money. I mean, that's I where know. it was it's just made. It's just a bizarre argument. I, I, yeah. I, and it said Star Wars came from the imagination of a single person, George Lucas. No, it didn't. Uh, Star Wars came from... Uh, okay, yes. Star Wars came from the imagination of George Lucas. Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, 
the Fantastic Four. A lot of these beloved Marvel characters came from the imagination of one man, Stan Lee. Mm -hmm. So let's be real about this here. Uh, so this person is trying to say, oh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Star Wars were always, okay, if you're, if you're talking Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi, you're talking that original trilogy? Yes, I will say that the Marvel Cinematic Universe pales in comparison to that because of what that because of what that trilogy right there holds. Okay, but I don't I, I don't know. I'm just But this, you add in everything Star, else? Yeah, but the whole Star Wars franchise at this point, it's it's I uh, it's working reverse at least on me and I know on you. I mean, I I I'm over it. It's like enough, you know. I had no desire to see that one movie, what, that came in between Last Jedi. What was it? Oh, you're talking, oh, you're talking, uh, like all these spinoffs and stuff. Uh, what? you're talking, you're talking Rogue One, the one that fell yeah. between, uh, Revenge of the Sith and A yeah. New Hope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I had, like Star Wars 3.5. And then, and the, where they screwed up Leia's, uh, CG model. Oh, yeah. I remember you showing me that. Yeah. And yeah, then, uh, no the, the Han Solo. Uh, oh, yeah. film that one well basically we found out where he got his name yeah and what would he freaking do and somehow we had an obsession with like this hanging dice thing from the rear view mirror i, I didn't I, I didn't even know he had it so, see uh, that's people that way over analyze these films i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna throw stones because i do the same thing with certain films that i enjoy but i don't understand this argument i think it's bizarre i i think that someone is obviously pissed that marvel they're, they're obviously a marvel hater for one i mean this person's obviously a a dc fan well this person is a writer musician and high-powered advertising executive based in brooklyn oh well so why the hell are you reading this this is just stupid oh uh, well i mean they're an idiot i mean that's they're from new york that's why i read it <laughs> Now I'm gonna but, go. Now all the Yankees are gonna hate me because I but said no, that. But as bad and as moronic and as wrong and off base as New Yorkers can be, mm -hmm. Florida people continue to deliver the goods. I do a lot of news for Florida, and I can tell you there is there is a lot going on in Florida. Although today it was pretty pretty slow. You know it's well. Wait for it. I mean, with yeah, it being I'm a holiday, sure, I'm sure tomorrow, the stories will start rolling in tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow I'll probably have a bunch of stories for Florida. But, but the the highlighted Florida man of the week story for this week's for the for this episode. Yeah, Gainesville man covered in chocolate syrup arrested for domestic battery and criminal mischief. Only mm. at a surprise birthday party. Can uh, in Florida can a su surprise birthday party lead to criminal charges? That's awesome. Yeah, the fact that basically he wanted to give his girlfriend a special birthday surprise. And this just went off the rails. Basically, to make a long story short. Oh, no, the girlfriend was... Uh, was uh, Held captive. <laughs> well, yeah, but, he, but the man arrived home to a special surprise birthday party thrown by his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. The two got intimate, but the girlfriend told Preston she wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> oh god so he must have really sucked and apparently that's what she told the cops so wow wow she thought she thought that he was cheating on her because his performance wow wow and 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 
the funny thing is they found her in a onesie covered in chocolate syrup. That's interesting. Found her in a onesie covered in chocolate syrup. Found him, the guy they arrested, in cut-off shorts covered in chocolate syrup and whipped cream. Hmm. Hmm. Then another Florida man... (laughs) (laughs) Another Florida man was arrested over a... He was arrested for refusing to uh, remove a sticker on his car. Yeah. That read, I eat ass. Dylan Shane Webb, 23, was informed by state prosecutors that the evidence against him. Now, this is where, you know, this guy actually wins. He's like, I don't want to remove it. I have the First Amendment right to say I eat ass and I have the right to put that on my car. Well, the state actually agreed with him, saying that the evidence against him does not warrant prosecution. And he has a valid defense under the First Amendment. The deputy overstepped his boundaries by asking me to remove the sticker, Webb told the Post. That, uh, that, that's almost I want as... people to see that police officers are not above the law. That, that would be like arresting somebody because Calvin is peeing on Ford. Yeah. What, you're pissed that he's peeing on Ford? I mean, and look... Sorry! <laughs> or, or I ate your stick family. Look, and apparently... I. I'm too old to know this, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously being married, I I definitely wouldn't know this. But apparently, I, I saw this in a movie. The standard now when in the dating world mm-hmm. is you've got to acknowledge and you've got to be willing to eat ass because everybody's eating everybody's ass apparently. So this guy was just what? Le- this you- guy was oh just letting God. potential suitors know that he eats ass. <laughs> And the fact that a deputy wanted him to take it off of his vehicle, shame on that deputy. I'm glad that this guy won. Strike one up for the guys who eat ass. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't even hear what you said. I'm still stuck on the fact that that's the... Okay. Whew. All right, everybody. L- look, hit her up on Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, reality <laughs> on call rating. Uh, find Nikki Sarande and let her know, hey, you know... <laughs> Eating ass is the standard because that's what I learned. That's what I learned in a movie. And if it's if it's in a movie, it's got to be real. If it's on the internet, you know it's truth. Yeah, let me know at at DFW Radio Girly G I R L I E. There you go on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Let me know if you eat ass. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter at the Rob Rotten. You can also find uh, find the show on Twitter at R O C W underscore podcast. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Reality on Call Winning. I'm Rob Rotten. I'm Nikki Sarande. Six separate Tyrannus. Good night, Doc Thompson. Wherever, Wherever you are. The Jim Stroud Podcast shares discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Things like brain to brain communication, robot bosses. Companies implanting microchips in their workers and artificial intelligence notifying police before a crime is even committed. These are all things happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, listen to the Jim Stroud Podcast. 
find the Jim Stroud podcast on jimstroud.com. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D.com or on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on your favorite podcast platform. Don't wait. Subscribe now. The future is way future. It's 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 way future.